You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. Hi, this is Lady Petra. I'm Safa Master. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers! My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And mine are him, his, and he. So what are we drinking today? We're drinking a strawberry basil vodka cocktail. That sounds yummy. So um, their directions were vague-ish, so I took some liberties because I did muddle the strawberries. You take three strawberries and two basil leaves and you muddle them. Uh-huh. And then you add a uh, half an ounce of lime juice, which I use the roses. And then you add half an ounce of agave syrup. And then you add three ounces of vodka. And... After, after you've muddled everything, and then you shake it, then you strain it out. Um, and I didn't double strain it because I wanted that basil to be in there. So there's little teeny pieces of basil. It's not like there's, I left leaves in your thing. It's really, <laughs> there, there really is a little bit of a basil float. And we're staying on our berry theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we had to because the strawberries were going bad. So we had to take it. It's a beautiful drink. And it smells strawberry-like. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I liked it more than I expected to. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like the roughy kind of strawberry bits in there. Yeah. It has more texture than a straight martini, yeah. strawberry martini. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a vodka martini. It's a martini, but it's but it but with character. There, there's some yeah, there's some tooth in it. A little bit of tooth mm-hmm. in it. In a good way. It's not like those berries are huge or anything. They're just little bits and little bits of goodness, but yeah, you know, it, it, what it does is it brings it brings a bit of sweetness to a martini Yeah, that you don't normally find in a martini. Different than a sweetness like a lemon drop where they put right. sugar on the rim. It's right. not like that. It's like no. the overall martini is sweet. Yeah, but that, but, but, but not but not sweet in a sickly sweet kind of way. Yeah, like not like a more chocolate like, martini. More like a hint of sweetness. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's actually quite yummy. And you can taste the vodka still. Totally. Yeah. I like that. I like it too. All right. I think it's good. Well, I'm I'm very excited to introduce CBT Active on yeah. our podcast today. Yeah, we've had a lot of inquiries about cock and bull torture and mm-hmm. about milking and this and that. And you know, I went searching for somebody to interview, right. and his website uh, on FetLife is incredible. He's got amazing photographs, amazing photographs, truly amazing. And uh, he very kindly come on the conversation and chat with us. So, CBT Active, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Greetings from Amsterdam. Yeah, Yay! that's great. You know, I was in Amsterdam a long time ago in the middle of winter, and there was a Ooh. vendor who sold these delicious, almost like donuts. They were so hot and really delicious in the in the square. And I just I just remember those as being so valuable in the middle of like an icy <laughs> winter. <laughs> yeah. They are, but they're very fat, you know. Like, exactly. Uh, and you exactly. can feel it in your stomach, you know, like for hours, you know. Exactly. Like, so yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I prefer, you know, like uh, uh, Amsterdam during the summertime, you know, like it's a kind of a nicer weather and you can go outside walking as long as you want, you know, like, and it's, and during the winter, it's mostly cold, you know, like, and uh, uh, with lots of we- lots of uh, showers and rain, you know, like, and the humidity in there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that 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 um, uh, 
summer uh, should be better, you know, like uh, to, <laughs> to, to spend visit. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you, I'm really curious, you know, you, you've got some amazing um, art on your uh, FetLife profile. I'm curious how you arrived at a place um, from your own kink point of view to where you're at today. Tell us your story. Actually, to be honest, it was quite easy. Uh, I talk always a lot with my subs and other people I know, you know, like, and most of them, you know, like, uh, came quite late in their lives uh, uh, after their fetishes, after their interest, you know, like into SM and stuff. But with me, it went quite easy, you know, like, I like from a very long time from my childhood, I still remember that uh, I was pretty turned on by um, anything that has to do with torturing and SNM and any sort of film that included that was very interesting to me, you know, like when I was a child. So it kind of, I should say, I considered, you know, like this um, uh, master way of mindset uh, uh, was actually uh, natural born. I call myself natural born CBT master (laughs) because it was always in me. It was always present in me, you know, like, and then just, I just had to let it go at a certain moment. I had to accept it, but I didn't have to search for it. Yeah. And so, and so, so at what point in time did you start specifically doing cock and ball torture? Like, like when was that, when was that your, like, taken interest? Uh, Well, you know, like we all go through this so-called normal procedure of growing up, you know, like, and um, uh, trying to do uh, kind of sexual things that everybody is doing. And uh, also, you know, like when you um, kind of uh, discover, you know, like that you are more attracted to men than a female. Yes. Even though I also had before, you know, like at my start, I had also um, a number of uh, uh, girlfriends and, and, fe- and, and um, uh, experiences with women. But somehow, you know, like men really uh, attracted me more. And then I made pretty early also my choice that I would prefer, you know, like to go uh, to play with men. Yeah. But um, uh, and then, you know, uh, it is a kind of... Uh, um, thing you know like that that people who are already in some kind of a subculture like you know uh, you're a gay and that made you belong to some kind of subculture and then going even in a subculture within, within a subculture which is kind of being gay and being uh, into SNM uh-huh. it's kind of not very easy to accept when you're young you know, because yeah. you are, because these kind of social surroundings may give you some kind of, um, yeah, negative feedbacks, you know, like about, oh, isn't that enough that you are weird enough, you know, like being gay, <laughs> and now you are, you know, like, and now it goes even further, you know, like, yes. and that, you know, like, then you go even, uh, like, then you're a real pervert, you know, like, in a way. But uh, I, I, <laughs> thinking back, you know, like it was really like um, 
yeah, a, a sort of a period that that everybody has, you know, like uh, being uh, uh, being in this uh, self-discovery uh, moment, uh, facing uh, your first SNM games, and when you find out how much you can get turned on by a certain sort of games, then you never go back yeah. to so-called normal sex. You know? yeah. I think that's, that's true for us too. We, we really yeah. have found that just like when you see something, you can't unsee it. No, it's eye opener and it's like permanent eye opener. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, it's just, so you've like discovered this, something. <laughs> yes. So it's a eureka moment, you know, like, and then that happened with Coke and Ball Torture, you know, like with me. Yeah. Like when I did it for the first time, but then like real, I was really like uh, so amazed by the, by this kind of uh, experience. I had it in me, like I said, you know, like it was not something that I didn't know. It was present, but then, you know, like when you find somebody who is also interested into uh, CBT, but then from the sub side, mm -hmm. and then you meet and play, well, that's really like uh, something that, uh, that you don't forget. <laughs> right, exactly. What do you, what do you um, say to somebody who wants to get started with CBT? What do you say to them mm -hmm. is the, is the process that you would recommend they go through to gain the experience that is necessary to have a very enjoyable dominant space as a CBT and safely and safe space you know yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I understand precisely what you are uh, what, what you wanted to ask me um, as, 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 as a really uh, very experienced CBT uh, master uh, I had many many um, beginners uh, at my CBT sessions and the thing is that it's very important that you have somebody that you can trust and that you can feel safe with but that you that also can guarantee you some kind uh, of a safe environment that you um, that you find yourself in during the play without that uh, you can have pretty negative experience, uh, pre experiences, and uh, and that's also not um, uh, very uncommon, uh, because like a lot of uh, guys uh, that uh, came as subs to my uh, CBT sessions uh, told me uh, that they had like oh I had this. CBT session with the master, but he just was too harsh and too hard and he didn't want to listen to me. He was only interested in his things and I was so frustrated and it was such a bad experience that for a long time I didn't dare mm -hmm. to uh, go and have a session again, even though I had these needs in me. Right. So I, 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 I want to say it's very important to... Uh, have a good conversation and meet person and have a chat with a person before you uh, involve into real CBT session. Right. So that you can really uh, uh, um, 
that you can judge if this person is reliable, if he is really what he say he is. Yeah. And after, you know, like, and then, you know, like, if there is a click, if this, if this kind of like uh, um, mindset fits, uh, you know, like uh, between these two person, then it can really end up in a very nice, long and horny <laughs> CBT session. Right. When I look at your pictures, and it's mm -hmm. hard to know because obviously the subs may be getting excited while they're being, to you know, restrained in these different pictures. I mean, are you getting, are they hard first and then you're putting them into that torturous position? Or are they getting hard while you're doing it? You know, because it looks like they're hard, but mm -hmm. then it's hard to know because sometimes they're being restrained and that restrains blood flow. Yes. So that's why I'm kind of So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, most of the subs, they are even uh, excited and get a very, a very hard on uh, while I have just a normal conversation with dream with okay. drinks with them, you know, like okay. at my place, because that's usually how I start my session, you know, like I, uh, I meet them, invite them, you know, like at my place, and then we have easy, a nice, uh, easygoing conversation um, about uh, uh, CBT, but also about normal things in life, you know, like, so like, when we get to know each other, it's it's also easier to communicate. And but uh, I, usually, I notice that already at that first time they got excited, and sometimes they also say to me like, "Oh, I'm so hard. Please, can we start?" You know. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So um, actually, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, having somebody fully hard, especially if the person is uh, having quite large dick yeah uh it's not a, a good start to put this to, to to start with the cbt uh board uh because there is a hole in the middle of it right. where the cock and balls has to be pushed through mm -hmm. and then i kind of uh then i put them in a proper bondage depending on the cbt boards i i'm working with uh, is that a question about the cbt board is that something of your own design or is that that's completely my own idea and my own design They're brilliant. And, yeah. and i actually uh, the problem was you know like when i when i seriously started you know like uh, uh playing uh, cbt then i went to most of the uh SNM, uh, gay SNM shops in Amsterdam, and you have them, uh, you really have a lot of choice. It's not that, you know, like you have like one fetish shop and that's it. No, Amsterdam is well known as yes. like, yes. you know, like, you know. It. Yes. Uh, so like, and everywhere I go, they had all kind of leather fetish, rubber fetish, I don't know, uh, whatever. Yeah. But as far as CBT is concerned, they just had just a very limited uh, selection of gadgets they are selling. And, and, and unfortunately, that's still the case, you know? So when you go to show, to, to show then you can, you can get some parachute, you know, like for, your, for the weight on your balls. Yeah. You can get uh, chastity belts and cages. You can get sounding or electro uh, uh, stuff for electro. Yeah. simulation but uh but a real you know like um proper cock and ball bondage gadgets 
you still cannot find anywhere. So I didn't have any choice. I was like, I think like, oh, I want some kind of board, you know, like, and uh, the only thing that I could do at the moment is that I make it myself. So then right. I started, you know, like slowly producing, uh, making, uh, first, of course, designing it, uh, drawing, making drawings and kind of uh, technical drawings. And then slowly I start cutting out, uh, putting leather over it. And it's a process, you know, like you, you, you learn slowly, you know, like some boards work, some not. And after, after a few months, you know, like you, I built, you know, like my first two or three CBT boards, you know. Okay. And then uh, through the practice, you learn, you know, like, uh, okay, this has to be adjusted a bit. And slowly, you know, like I created my uh, uh, gadgets and boards that I have now, you know, like really it's based on my experience and, and, and just my imagination, of course, you know, like, yeah. because, you know, I think, I think it's amazing. The, 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 the photography art just by itself is fantastic. fantastic art. I mean, just, just should, I mean, are you in any erotic um, books or magazines? Well, actually, to be honest, I finished Art Academy. Well, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so have you, I, are these photographs published? Uh, actually, I have uh, uh, most of the photographs and uh, I also make some videos, but I, I still don't publish videos a lot. And uh, usually I have GIF animations yeah. uh, that I use on my uh, Bedes Emler uh, blog. Okay. I don't know if you are familiar with, it's a kind of like you had a Tumblr and Tumblr was really a place where you can safely share your uh, S&M CBT imagination. And it was very uh, popular. So I really, I had more than 11,000 followers on Tumblr. Wow. When it went <laughs> at the moment that it went down. Wow. I noticed so, that the link, uh, the link on your fact life is a broken link. Did you know that? Uh, there was a link to there was a link to your website. Uh, to to BDS Emler. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. Is a broken but, link. Yeah, I um I don't know. I I think it should be it should be working. Uh, but I, I I'm good at to say I'm I, I'm going to check it and and correct it if needed. You know, like uh, but but it's uh this website is still uh. Uh, working good but the problem is you know like um working yes uh, you, you see yeah you see you see it's a kind of a preview uh and then if you want to see everything that's in then you have to create your own uh account you know like it's yeah. for free yeah. but uh you know like you have to you have to create it you know like it's, it's like it's like a fat life you know like but that just just you know like for sharing photos and videos you know sure. like of stuff well, it's yeah. very artistic. So, like there's some things with plates and I'm just, you know, I, yeah. love <laughs> I can't see where the hole is. You know what I mean? So it's very yeah. um, artful because it, it's just laying there and like a spaghetti or whatever. Um, and it's just magic. I think it's just magic yeah. uh, looking photos. Um, but even your boards, I mean, these are well, well-made boards here. I mean, there's got to be a market for those. I mean, there has to be. 
Well, I, I will think about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, there's some of these, are they wooden and then you put leather over them? Actually, it's a, it's a kind of like a, like a hardboard, you know, like it's easier oh, okay. to cut out. Uh -huh. And it's, it's um, um, and then I fill it with different materials, you know, like that I actually, you know, like I glued and glued and glued three or two different materials together. Uh -huh. And then I cover it with the leather. So, you know, like, because when you have um, a wood, it's very hard, you know, like yeah. I prefer it to be a bit flexible, you know, yeah. and so it's a kind yeah. of uh, mo uh, most of the gadgets that I have are uh, can bend a bit, you know, like and kind of, um, yeah, when it's in the bondage, they can a bit adjust, you know, like to the uh, ten to the ten, uh, tension, you know, like of, uh, exactly. of cords and, uh, and, and stuff. So do, have you gone to the Berlin ball? Um, what is it? The Berlin fetish? Berlin fetish ball. Fetish ball? Oh, you, uh, you, uh, you mean Folsom? Yes, Berlin I, Folsom. I think that's true. Uh, I, I visit Berlin very often because uh -huh. it's like really my, one of my favorite uh, uh, cities in Europe. Uh, yeah. And anyway, uh, you know, like Berlin is really a place to be as far as uh, fetish is concerned. Because like fetish in Berlin is not marginal. Yes. Fetish in Berlin is something normal and that really goes back to the 20s. Yeah, mainstream. 1920s, you know, like when Berlin was the center of the world as far as liberation and, uh, and, and really like uh, uh, open mindset is concerned. And it still is. Berlin was always an exceptional uh, uh, f and free zone uh, within Germany, you know, like uh, for all kinds of kinksters and all kinds of uh, weirdos, you know, like uh, they can be themselves, you know, like, and that's why Berlin is really amazing. Uh, well, just, I'm looking at some of these photos and I'm thinking, so I can see mm -hmm. this master put a, a CBT board on a, per on a sub and then have yeah. them rest. And the only thing sticking out of their uh, clothing is their board with their cock bound mm -hmm. down. And how cool would that be to walk around with your sub <laughs> in that situation? I mean, I don't know. I just think that it's so dramatic. It's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm really amazed by it. Yeah, the fact is, you know, like you, uh, uh, what is nice about it is that you really, isolate cock and balls yes. yes so they start life on their own you know yes so you <laughs> so you know like you just leave the person behind yeah and you just have fun with cock and balls <laughs> and the isolation helps <laughs> so interesting and now now what is the what is the general experience? Because you said a lot of um, rookies come and see you. So yeah. what's the general experience of somebody who, who experiences the way you um, put a cock and ball in bondage for the first time? Uh, well, actually, uh, what the people usually say that um, I'm talking about people who are uh, unexperienced with it. So like completely, complete uh, newbies. Uh, they always have this idea that it is very painful because right. you, if you look at my photos, they look pretty tough. They look pretty intense and uh, 
you should say like, oh, it must be pretty uncomfortable, you know, like and painful right. for these cock and, poor cock and balls, you know, like that there's, they're like in, in these tight restraints. But then they come here, have a session, and at the end of the session, they always say to me, well, actually, to be honest, it looks much less, it, it, it feels much less painful than what it looks like on your photos. So and that's actually the general experience. Uh, so, so do you yes. tend to have subs who are, who, uh, I guess, is, is this, a, maybe this doesn't exist or this is, let's say it's not that painful. So then maybe the person's uh -huh. not a masochist, but they like the type of work you do. So yes. do you yes. see both kinds or, or do you see ones that want cock and ball torture to the point of pain? Uh, I can tell you that I really had sessions with many, many guys. Yeah. And I never, in all these sessions, I never had two same sessions in life. Because people are so individual. Yes. You are so uh, different and you as a master uh, have to be, you have to be open and um, you need to have this empathy with a sub to get this really good connection, to get this kick. Because me as master, uh, I'm very open-minded and I'm also very flexible I mean, as far as CBT is concerned, of course, right. if yeah. somebody you're comes, not, you're not, and you're, not a, you're not a sadist. You're, you're, you're a dominant master, and you want to give them the, the well, experience that takes them where you, where they want to go. Yes, I would say I'm a friendly sadist. You know, like <laughs> I am sadist. I will punish you. I will punish you as hard as I can if you want it, and if that makes you uh, enjoy. Right. Okay. The yeah. session. So if somebody is going for a very hard and harsh pain, I will give it to you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still a very friendly guy, you know, like, sure. and I will never do, I will never do uh, 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 things that we do not agree, you know, like, and that, that, yeah. I, that I know that you don't want. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always uh, have really good conversation with person before I start playing uh, CBT because I need to know, you know, like what are um, no goes. I need to know what this person is afraid of, what he absolutely don't want to have. And for example, somebody is really like uh, going only for ball busting. Uh -huh. And on the other hand, he can, uh, I have some other sub who can have everything except ball busting, you know? Sure. So like this sense. is, yeah, so this is very individual, you know, like, right. and the, the, the session should be always guided with this kind of mutual connection that you find with other kinky mind, you know, like, and then you know, okay, this person likes that, 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 and that, well, find with me, you know, like, then I will more focus on my, uh, on these things during my session, and we will have uh, much more fun, you know, like, then if I try to push things that I think I should do, you know, like, which is actually not always a good approach, you know, like, if you are a dominant master, and say this too. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> so do you use safe words with new, with people, or your subs, or, you know, how, are they communicating with you? 
or do you definitely have- definitely they are they are always uh, uh, I always encourage them just to give me a feedback yeah uh, when when it gets uh, too intense for them so did I sounds uh, so, very so similar I- to rigging you know, like with riggers, um, when they're working with their subs because of the way mm-hmm. you're tying people and you have to not cut off circulation, it sounds very similar that there's got to be this constant kind of stream of feedback. Yes, absolutely. You know, especially in the beginning when you have a new sub while you're mm-hmm. getting to know the person, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And especially with the beginners, you know, like people who just start with this fetish, you know, like and the last thing that you want is to disappoint uh, this person and like uh, make him, you know, like uh, bring him in some kind of discomfort, you know, like, so you, you really have to do your best, you know, like to create a kind of a safe zone for him. Uh, so you have to really slowly build up the session, you know, like, and slowly try different things and discover what person likes you know like what kind of stimulation does he likes more uh and there are you know like you learn it through the experience you know like uh how you handle this what are the what are some of the red flags that you would be concerned about in a cbt session um what do you consider red flags danger zones like things like 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 things that would get your concern and and make you want to stop for example uh well, actually, like, uh, as you can read in my profile on FetLife, you know, like, I'm really uh, doing safe and sane play only. Insane. So if somebody, if, if somebody really, you know, like, uh, trying to kind of uh, pushing, you know, like, uh, into unsafe kind of play, then I then that's a red flag for me, you know, like I, 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 my my question is what would be unsafe? Like tell, like tell somebody who's a new person thinking about doing this. Yeah. What would be unsafe for them to consider? Yeah. Like if you, if you go, uh, the first thing that's absolutely red flag is to go over somebody's pain level. Okay. So, so if you know, like, if somebody says to please stop, uh, then it's absolutely, you know, like, uh, stop. Uh, and, uh, and there is no go. Also, like, um, uh, however you play hard, there are, you know, like, limits that you really, uh, uh, you don't want to cause any permanent damage, you know, like the cock and balls, because, like, uh, that's, that's also one of the red flags, you know. They still have to be functional, and uh, they still have to be uh, stay in one piece. You know, like after after the CBT session. You know, like so. Uh, yeah, you have to you have to consider. You know, like to play, um, and not cause any permanent damages. You know, like so. Uh, like so, play. like if you put a guy on a board. Yeah. And are you watching for skin tone color or are you, do you use a certain amount of time that they only can be in the board because of circulation? I mean, what do you it's use a, for safety? It's a, it's a combination of this, you know, like, of course I, I, I look at, uh, at, at, uh, um, how, 
how tight the bondage is because okay. sometimes I do also a bit more loose bondage, you know, like that it can be for a longer time. But, but in the case that it's really very tight bondage, then you really should uh, consider, consider uh, uh, about uh, time that you, you know, like put somebody into that. So, um, um, but usually very tight bondages, they, they, I prefer not to have them for a very long time, you know, like it's maybe for like five minutes or some short time, then, then I, then I um, loosen everything mm -hmm. and then I do some other bondage, you know, like, because the, I, I have quite a lot of number of uh, CBT boards and gadgets, you know, like, so let's, let's try different things, yeah, you know, like, and it's also safe, you know, <laughs> it's better, you know, like to change things and, uh, not to put, you know, like cock to be in bond, in same bondage for one hour, you know, like. Uh, exactly. Okay. Uh, okay. That, that makes sense. And that makes sense because I notice even when you're, when I get tied up with rope, mm -hmm. the excitement is the amount of time it takes to get tied to whatever position you get in. And then you're in yeah. that position for however long you're being used or wh whatnot. And then there's the yeah. time of getting out of the bondage. And so all of that is still time on those joints yes. and muscles. And same thing with the cock and balls. You have, to, you have to be aware True. of how long it took you to get them into the unit. Then they're going to take yes. pictures and whatever. And then you're going to get them out of the unit, that kind of thing. And excellent point. Very important thing about cock and ball bondage is a possibility of a quick release. Oh, okay. And, and I kind of discovered, uh, 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 discovered it by using a rubber bands. So you can see a lot of my bondages that are uh, on my FetLife profile yeah. are done with actually uh, rubber um, um, like hair bands. bands. Like, 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 like a hair band, but then, you know, like, like, like almost it looks, it looks more like a cock ring yeah. than like, 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 like a regular uh, hair uh, yeah, band. Yeah, they're you know? a little more firmer, like an O-ring. Yes. Yes. And 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 uh, what 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 is so good about uh, these uh, rings is that release time is less than one minute. You know, like okay. So like, uh, because like when my sub says like, oh my ball starting to hurt me. You know, like I have such pain, I cannot stand it anymore. Then I can release them within ten seconds. Sometimes you know, like if it's really like, uh, and and. Uh, um, and then you have a rope. Yes. Uh, or I also use um, uh, a, um, a cord, which is kind of a foam rubber. Uh, and, and then, you know, like, uh, and then when you really uh, work with cords, uh, then you need some release time, you know, like, which is then usually longer than just, uh, yeah, one minute. But then I always inform, I always uh, had a conversation with my sub and I said like, okay, you have to be aware of the fact that when I put you in this kind of bondage, the release is not possible within a very short period of time. So please just give me a hint at the time. Yes. You know, like when it really starts getting uncomfortable. Okay. You no. Know? Don't get, don't, don't wait too long, you know, like, because it's, you know, like uh, with rubber bands, it doesn't matter, you know, like you really, you, you can so easily get rid of it, you know, like, and uh, right. so it's kind of a, also more safer play 
to use rubber bands than to use cords or rope, you know, like yeah. for uh, this kind of bondage. Yeah. That's yeah. There is one, there is one funny thing I have to, I have to tell you because like just to, uh, to go back to your question about when, how people get hard on and how yeah. they are getting aroused. And it, I have a very, I have a, one thing that I experienced uh, two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a young guy from Seattle uh, oh, visiting yeah. Amsterdam. Uh -huh. and, uh, and he was very interested, you know, like to come and enjoy my CBT session. Yeah. And he was very much into bondage and restraint and stuff. So we had a kind of nice conversation. And, he's, uh, and then he said to me, like, oh, please, can you gag me too? And I said, like, well, listen, I mean, it's our first... Uh, Places. session so yeah. i need a feedback you know like and i think if i gag you you know like then like it's very hard you know like to to get all this responsive re response uh, um uh, on a good way you know like and uh, and he says like well okay so i started to putting him in bondage you know like and then like i put the cbt board started but his cock was semi-hard you know like right. and it was kind of like and i was thinking like hmm I don't know if this guy is really into CBT, you know, like in the stuff. But then he said to me, like, but please, sir, can you gag me? <laughs> and, and then I got some, and then I, it really was also eye-opener for me that sometimes you, you really have to listen to your, <laughs> to your, uh, to your um, uh, subs. And, 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 and just go over your uh, kind of prejudice, prejudice, you know, like that, oh, sure. it has to be like that, it's yeah. safe and so, but at the moment that I gagged this guy, he gets such a massive hard on that we played for hours after that, and, and then we just said like, okay, if you don't like it, just go with your head left and right, you know, like, and, uh, <laughs> and that's it, you know. And, and, and so it's very important, you know, like uh, that, uh, that you follow, you know, like the horniness of your subs. And like, yeah. like if, I, if I just refused, you know, like to get this guy, like our, our CBT session will be, will be a disaster, really. Sure. Okay, yeah. That makes total sense. I mean, you really are talking about like providing somebody with a, an experience that fits into their own fantasy absolutely yeah it's very interesting that's fascinating i'm yeah. i'm really intrigued super impressive <laughs> yeah. Super impressive yeah i definitely think your photos are fantastic i mean i just really think thank you <laughs> i like them too on everyone's don't... coffee table like it should be on your coffee <laughs> you table know, <laughs> when I was when I was in Berlin, they suggested me, you know, like that I should sell this, you know, like to be yeah, printed really on, for the tables for the tables in the restaurant, you know, like. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're. I mean, they're art. They're so artful. I mean, I could see them on a gallery. I could see them on a coffee table picture book. Um, yeah. I I agree. I agree. I see. I see. Black and too. white or color, you know, just yeah, amazing. Gladly. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, very well done. So, so, so thank you very much for, for coming on and sharing your experience with us. I really do appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be able to stay in touch and maybe even get to meet you one day. Yeah, definitely. You're welcome. Anytime you will be visiting Amsterdam, feel free to contact me and we can grab a coffee, you know, yeah. like, uh, or whatever. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. I can, 
I can I can also show you my uh, CBT board collection. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see like it that. for real. Yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> She'd like to see a demonstrator. Is what I <laughs> yeah, think. Exactly. <laughs> well, I I think I think it won't be a problem to find a willing shot. You know, like who would, a willing uh, participant who would come, who would come uh, for a demonstration. You know, exactly. Like. exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Much appreciated, and uh, we'll um, be in touch. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me in your uh, uh, podcast. And uh, well, I hope uh, that uh, people will get more intrigued and interested in uh, having a CBT session. There you go. Awesome. That's it for today. You can find us on your favorite podcast directory. We also have an RSS feed. If you're interested in online coaching for kinksters or online domination, you can visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. And if you're uh, having comments or suggestions or drink ideas for our podcast, you can email me at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.